Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. Again, that's give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. And yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Shut okay. up. That's, don't, don't, don't patronize me. Okay. Uh, I don't need you Enjoy the episode. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> Also, I had a full-on fight with my cat earlier today. Good. Who and won? with that, welcome back to Boozicals, everybody. Oh! <laughs> we're in it. What's up? We in it. Just um, diving right in. Hey, Raven. How's it going? Nah. Elaborate on this cat fight, please. Oh, so um, I was trying to put her harness on her because I'm planning on taking her on a hike tomorrow. So I've just been like using time to like get her used to it and like stuff like that. Um, but she was not feeling it today. And so we got mad at each other when I was trying to put it on her. Um, and then she went off in a corner and pouted and I closed my door to my room. And then we didn't talk to each other for like an hour. Where were you planning on going? But now we're good. Um, we're going on this hike in George Washington National Park. It's called... Um, like Hidden Rocks Ridge or something like that. Um, it's really cool. It has a really nice overlook. Right. Yeah. But it's only like two and a half miles. So it's like a really easy hike, which I figured would be good because she's like a house cat. So she sounds like she's, she's going to love little, it. A little fat. We'll see. She's never <laughs> seen a leaf in her life. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I imagine fighting you with putting the harness on means two and a half miles. <laughs> Is going to be sort of an issue. Well, I'm going to get I'm going to get one of those you know those little, like window boxes that people can like put a cat in and carry yeah. on their back. I'm going to get one of those that when she inevitably gets tired of walking, I'm just I can just carry her. Okay. Yeah, I went on a cat walk earlier this week, and uh, the cat in question, Theo, loves it. Oh, Theo, what a great cat! I've got much better than Onyx. I've got a street cat that I walk with. He only goes one block though, and then you know that's kind of the end of his his area <laughs> territory. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll hang out one block. We'll walk together, and then uh, he moves on that with sounds life. Sounds about right for our cat. That sounds about right. Um, listeners, the wonderful uh, voices that you are hearing are the voices of Trevor and David, and you might recognize the name Trevor because he is in fact the individual who mixes this podcast. Sometimes when I feel like you know editing the audio in time to actually get it to him, which is rare, but. Yeah, he tries. Yeah, it hasn't been recently. I've been really off the ball about it, but uh, it's fine. I just hate you forever, but it's okay. Oh, that's nothing new. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. I'm excited. Very excited. (laughs) I'm nervous. (laughs) Don't be. Uh, Question for the group before we really get into it, Mm because we have a bunch of questions for y'all. 
What music has everyone been listening to recently? Ooh, music. Oh, you know, I've been on a big Afro psychedelic binge recently. Um, People like the Funkies, um, you know, a couple other groups. It's weird. It's from like the 70s. It's recorded very poorly, but, um, you know, the the vibe of it is just un, unparalleled. It's just like my favorite thing to listen to right now. Uh, and then more modern stuff, you know, I really like Blood Orange. Uh, listen to Bon Iver a bunch. That's kind of been what I've been listening to a lot recently. Uh, you know, and I have a pretty good idea of what Trev's listening to, but I'll let him <laughs> say it. I like noise music. Uh, yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, which is probably <laughs> the worst thing you can listen to if you're just trying to... Would you to... like to describe what that is to our listeners? Yeah, so uh, imagine if you're like listening to metal music. For some of cool. you, it'll be I'm easier. There. I'm with you. Uh, and there's actually no drums, no vocals, no bass, and you can't really hear what the guitar is doing. It just sounds like an awful shriek. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of in my cup of tea for the last five years so so yeah a lot of noise music but uh i've also been listening to a lot of like death grips like they've been really cool i've been branching out a little more into like rap music uh Mm -hmm. which has been interesting and then uh yeah just like punk music i'm kind of straying away from like traditional metal stuff and just finding weird genres that i can vibe to well, see, the interesting thing about that is that the only reason I know about noise music is because of Trevor. And it's because one day I was listening to a song and I was like, hey, this makes me think of Trevor. Let me send it to him. And he sent me back a song that makes him think of me. And it was White Noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was, it was, a, it was a guy called Mersbo. And Mersbo <laughs> is notorious. He's a Japanese noise artist. And he's got like 115 records because it's ridiculously easy to make. And, then, <laughs> and he, yeah, he just records himself like every time he's alone, which I imagine is a lot, and <laughs> just makes this weird music. A bird. Yeah. And also the body. I love the body. That's like my favorite band of all time. Dope. What about you, Campbell? What have you been listening to? Um, I haven't been listening to this week. Uh, I think this weekend, like the past couple weeks, uh, this band King Shelter has been like releasing new music. Um, and I don't know. I like that band. Uh, they're pretty, pretty all right. So I've been listening to that. Um, been listening to a lot of classical music again this week, which I usually don't do when I have to work a lot because then I just get distracted by it. Um, so I haven't gotten a lot of work done this week, but that's fine. I'm proud of you. What about you, Raven? I have been listening to a lot of piano music because I've been practicing a lot more lately. Mm. Um, And so I made a playlist for like a bunch of songs that I want to learn. And basically anytime I hear a song, I'm like, that sounds cool. Um, I just add it to the playlist. And I've actually been like, so I've learned now like three songs from the playlist, um, which has been pretty cool. That's awesome. And then, yeah, it's been really fun. Um, And then I've been listening to, I have like a throwbacks playlist, um, which is all of the, um, just like songs like that I grew up like listening to like my family. So mostly like R&B and hip hop and stuff. Um, But because I 
am only 23, a throwback for me is anything from like, like the Hannah Montana theme to (laughs) Rihanna. So it's a very large playlist. But wait, wait, did you just say Rihanna's a throwback? Like, or like, like, or like umbrella, like early 2000s Rihanna. (laughs) Oh, so like just the hits? Yeah. Poser. Oh. Excuse well, it's it's only the throwbacks. It's only the ones that are. Yeah, a and she also hasn't put out music in a while. So in like oh, a no. hot minute. Yeah. So she tweets. <laughs> she tweets a lot, like random memes, like me sitting all this music. Y'all are never going to hear because yeah. I don't like y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, dude, let's uh, let's stop with the women's underwear. Let's put on a record. You can get back to it later. <laughs> you know, but she's she's in it, and um, yeah, you know what can you do when artists get really big. You know, they have other other passions, and hers is underwear. And it's cool. And humanitarian work. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah I, mean, well, I guess. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> 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 okay, um, so, listeners, to kind of uh, get into... Oh, well, first, I guess we have to say what we're drinking, uh, which should be pretty easy because it's beer. Um, however, I chose my beer very specifically, um, and in honor of our illustrious guests, specifically the one and only Trevor J. Dyke, I will be drinking PBR. That's a pretty good one. That would that would be my my second <laughs> choice. My first choice is hams. Oh God. Why? Why do you? Why don't you love yourself, Trevor? Listen, okay. So for the longest time at the what was it, Kroger? Cheers, by the way. Oh yeah, cheers. Uh, it was yeah. It was at a Kroger. You could buy a six pack of Tall Boy hams for like three dollars, and when That's it would exactly only the reason why you shouldn't. Well, no, but for like twenty dollars, you can have a nice buzz going on. It's like the cheapest one you can get. Jesus. Also, if you go to 7-Eleven Richmond, um, I know, is Golden Monkey still super cheap and super alcoholic of a beer? Man, I think a six-pack is like 11 bucks now or something. It used to be $6 for a six-pack. Ooh, And it's like 10.2% per beer. You know, um, I'm just going to say this because a lot of my newer friends that I like work with that have only been for about two or three years... um, they all think that I am an alcoholic. However, I could not quote to you the price of a six-pack of any brand of beer on the top of my head. I mean, it's just the cheapest <laughs> And ones. I feel like that's an accomplishment. Well, Raven, well that, that's also because you weren't 21 until <laughs> after you graduated college. That's true. I never had to be burdened by having to buy my own alcohol. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, I finished college, like, what, a year ago? Yeah, no, we we finished. I mean, you finished before me. Yeah. Um, also, in honor of our guests, one of my favorite memories with Trevor is him taking a Campbell shot. Um, oh, God. One fun <laughs> holiday events. And listeners, a Campbell shot is a fictional thing that Trevor didn't know was fictional. Um, uh, trying to get him to take, you know. For like, like multiple double, years, he thought it was yeah, a real Yeah, double thing. shot of tequila. <laughs> Um, I was like, come on, yeah, Campbell shot. Everyone's done it. Random people in the room is like, oh, yeah, I've done it. And does it? And he's like, oh, your turn. He's like, no, it doesn't exist. So, in honor of that, I will be taking a Campbell shot for Trevor. Jesus. I love it. But also, uh, you're leaving out a crucial fact. Uh, <laughs> the first time I took a Campbell shot was around Christmas. So, there was eggnog in it. 
So it was two tequila shots. I didn't choose shot. the alcohol. You chose the alcohol, Trevor. That's that's on that you. That does sound like me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I live with this guy and work with him. So, yeah, yeah. David and can confirm that he's a doofus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, that was bad. So you guys have all the fun stories. David has all the sad stories. <laughs> <laughs> Holding him. And let's while he talk cries. about them right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And let's get into them. Yeah. Um, so listeners, so Trevor, I feel like we've sort of talked about him before, uh, but he's also a member of our fraternity. Um, has been friends with us for several years now at this point, and um, mixes our podcast for us because he makes his own music on the side, and he does that with his good friend David here, who's also his roommate. Um, so together, uh, you two form the band Mother Long Tongue. Yes. Yeah, Mother Long Tongue. That's us. Um, so we wanted to, we have a few questions, uh, just kind of talk about you guys' like musical journey and just like kind of get your thoughts on um, or just your history together and stuff like that. So let's start with like what kind of got you into music, like um, I guess individually, like what, what what's kind of like your gateway? Okay. Um, yeah, for me, grew up in a very musical family, you know, mom sang pretty much every weekend, still does, does it at like bars, does it at her church, oh, that's dope. all sorts of stuff. That's so, sick. Yeah, mom's really big into it. Uh, my dad actually used to take care of the mixing and mastering of our old church's stuff. So I spent a lot of my weekends in a back room with like a mixing console and looking at microphones and, uh, you know, taking care of all that stuff. And I just kind of hung out with him. So that was me just as a kid. You know, they put me in guitar lessons and uh, been playing that my whole life. And then uh, I kind of fell out of it until, I don't know, maybe I was like, I was about like 19, 20 years old. Um, And uh, I ended up taking a semester off of school. And uh, kind of found myself falling back into a, like, forgotten hobby that I had and um, was bigger than ever before. And so I started teaching myself how to play piano, how to, you know, produce music. And uh, from then on, I've just dedicated all my free time to learning, you know, anything I can. So that's pretty much the whole journey for me. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I started playing music when I was, I think, 12. Uh, No one in my family really plays an instrument. It's kind of embarrassing how, like, not musical they are. Uh, (laughs) In in middle school, I played the trumpet. And uh, I see that for you. Oh, yeah. It is very cool. You give off that vibe. (laughs) I I wanted to be, like, a, a percussionist. Uh, and then trumpet was my second choice because pretty much everyone wants to be a percussionist. Cause like I thought, or, oh, you, or, or saxophone or saxophone. Yeah. Like there are a lot, Ooh, there are a lot of cooler instruments that you can play, but I got stuck with the trumpet, which was, which was fun. Uh, I played for three years and I did jazz band for one year in middle school. And then, uh, for Christmas, I wanted a pair or a set of drums and my parents kind of just flat out told me, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> And so they got me a guitar, and uh, that's when I started playing guitar a lot. And it was kind of similar to David. Like, I played it a lot, and I got into recording when I was probably, like, 16 or something, writing 
some of the worst songs you can probably still find on SoundCloud. <laughs> and, and, uh, and yeah, so I started recording a little bit, got really into it. And then, uh, during college, I sort of like was on and off. And then how we started playing together, David got a program called Ableton, which we're using now to record ourselves. Uh, and he was messing around with it. And I came over one day and we wrote this really weird song that I don't even know if we can find it anymore. I doubt it. But, uh, we wrote a song and then just kind of messed around with the recording for a little bit. And then he sent me a song, which is the fourth song on our album. And uh, and he sent me that. And I was like, hey, we should do something with this. Like, this is really, really cool. I like the vibe of this a lot. And, uh, and yeah, so then for the next, like, 11 months, we just, like, recorded music and mixed it. And then we put out our little EP. And so that pretty much That's brings us to today. so cool. Yeah, and we're still just messing around with stuff. Like our basement just has like all of the music toys we have in there, and so yeah, it's wild to see the whole thing. Yeah, it's literally like you guys have kind of converted to a recording studio, which is really cool. We've tried our best. Like one of the things that I think helped the most with like actually recording music was actually just putting sound panels up. Like it helps a lot, and so we have some like above us and just random places. And yeah, we're just trying to get it nicer and nicer. Yeah, I remember you recommended that we do that for the podcast to make your life easier. Mm -hmm. um, but then I was like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, um, no, why would you? So we have not. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've reminded Raven about that for months. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, times. yeah, no, no, I'll do that. I'll, I'll get on that. And here we are. Because the funny thing is, it's it. fine. It, it doesn't take a lot. And it's like nope. not very, it's not very expensive. And mm -hmm. correct. And so yeah, like it would it would help a lot. But you know, whatever, F fuck me. It just it doesn't yeah. matter. Because I know if I took the initiative about it, Raven would be horribly offended. So it's just <laughs> not going to get done. Apparently, it'll get done once I've gotten over that uh, procrastination hump and managed to muster up the activation energy to do it. I'll tell I'll tell you uh, this. Do it this. Do it this weekend. Uh, fine. <laughs> She's got a hike, so it's not, gonna not gonna happen. I have all of these things to do this weekend. Oh yeah, that one list. <laughs> I'll tell you this: the first one, literally that does going it, on a website and ordering something, too much work. Cannot be bothered. Okay. Speaking of which, it. I just ordered a keyboard. I'm really excited. How, nice. mu how much is the keyboard? How much is the keyboard? This is ridiculous. Oh, I got a super cheap one because I already have a piano. I'm just getting the keyboard so that I can like practice at midnight if I want to without being the worst neighbor in the world. No, you could so. do that. You know what would also help that? What? <laughs> Buying soundproofing equipment. Probably. Uh, Raven, be better. <laughs> just a nightmare. Oh, I am a fantastic human and you love me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's really cool about y'all's musical journeys because I was really excited to talk to y'all because Raven and I are very different type of musicians. Very. We don't make music. <laughs> we just read nope. music. Um, and it's just like really cool well, to hear. That's like, actually not 100% true. I used to compose. I just realized I was bad at it, so I stopped. The fact that you said compose means you're probably better <laughs> musicians than us. Well, because I don't think of like, no. that's the only word, I, I don't know, like, when I, what I was doing wasn't even composition, it was just like, let's throw some notes on the page and see if it I works. I mean, that's what it is, though. I'll, it doesn't have to be I feel good, like but that's still vision. definition of composing. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you one thing, there's, 
There's not a single piece of mother long tongue that's ever been on a page anywhere. It is very <laughs> much stresses it, me so out. Cool. Uh, oh, dude, beyond we, compare, we do not know the chords to some of our songs even to this day. It it is in the moment, and that's it. We, yeah, that's how we do it. We write it and move on, and then yeah, yeah, figure it out later. That was. That was the interesting thing about talking to Trevor a while ago when you were talking about how you were like trying to like learn music theory and learn like chords, like the circle of fists and like how to actually like read sheet music. And I was just like, oh my God, you guys can't do that. Which is so like, fun because like that's something I was graded on for years. Yeah. 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 Like and it's circle like, it's of fifth, circle different... of fourth, theory test. I like when I took piano lessons in elementary school only for a few years. We did this thing called Festival, where it was just this, like, oh, competition yeah. type thing, where I had to, like, memorize three pieces, um, perform them. They had the sheet music. They would judge me. And then mm-hmm. I would take a theory test right, yeah. about music. And so everything you just said goes against Every, yeah. the structure I has been forced upon me with music, yeah. which is fun. Yeah, so A fun way the- to have creativity structured in a lot of rules yeah as you know everyone knows i i've known some theory you know i mean i think we downplay to some degree you know our understanding you know i mean we we can do more than than we probably like actually say sometimes you you just solid understanding of music like music theory in terms of composition yeah it's really (laughs) interesting though because like ano sometimes you're like playing music and then you like learn about it later be like oh i was already doing that i just didn't know and and i just didn't know what it was called and that's the that's the thing that i've kind of learned like i i used to know how to read music i can still do the basic stuff i can't sit there and like sight read a piece for you but i mean i i know what it's saying and if i had enough time to practice i could get it down um but i've really figured out you know theory is just a way to explain what you're doing it doesn't it doesn't mean yeah. that the more that you know of it gives you more access it just explains what you're figuring out anyways you know if you sit there and 100%. you start learning stuff even though you don't know the name of it it doesn't mean that you don't really understand what you're doing yeah mm-hmm. um you know so i mean really we we do interesting things you know we we lean a lot into dissonance we like to mess with odd chord voicings and try to figure out where we can where we can place things that aren't exactly the norm uh we may not always be able to to describe it but we can look at each other and know what we're trying to do so yeah it's it's a little bit of that like we don't fully understand it but we know what we want and we can we can figure out how to get there it's just uh We don't we don't know what page to turn to in the book of music theory to describe <laughs> what we want. Yeah. It's also been very gradual in the past probably year. I feel like because we took the original route of like just making stuff on Ableton and saying like, oh yeah, this might be cool, it's kind of gone in the reverse aspect of like us like using our books and like finding things that we think are interesting and then like trying to write with them and so it's it's become a little more systematic i mean we're still just hanging out like making music on a laptop but we have slowly implemented those things more and more and so it's gradually gotten better i think yeah like you read something in like uh with the like berkeley book of jazz or something 
And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't fully, so it's like, I don't know exactly what they're saying, but I do really like this part. I feel like right. they don't either, though, especially when it comes to jazz. It's just like, there's only so, well, I mean, it's super technical, of yeah. course, and you can write so much about it, but that only gets you so far. Yeah. The feel yeah. of it. Yeah, is completely different. Like you just gotta have like an ear. And for I, that stuff. I'm not totally mm-hmm. convinced that jazz knows what it's doing either. <laughs> oh no, you know? it just is. Yeah, it just exists. It just yeah. Be. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's like entropy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shut up. But I mean, there's. I mean, it's true. But we, I mean, we have some of the best times when we've had a couple drinks, and we turn on like Miles Davis Corrado and sit there Ooh. for like 15 minutes and just get like blown away it's like what are we listening to how has this even happened Um, you're on the right podcast my friend yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. no but that's that's funny that's actually the reason i started getting back into playing music myself too because um one being on this podcast i realized how out of practice i was on all of my instruments mm -hmm. and i was like oh dear god um and then uh, thanks for that campbell (laughs) oh i'm talking about also for myself (laughs) uh yeah like i'm with you (laughs) Yeah, I no, still haven't this... forgiven you for missing the second D sharp and measure twenty of my funny honey. <laughs> well, oh, you're just gonna have to get over it. <laughs> but no, like there was uh, there's one time like uh, about a month or so ago that I was uh, I similar thing like I was just hanging out like listening to music and I got like so caught up in this one piece that like it was stuck in my mind for like forever and I was just like I like. I have a physical need to be able to play this song. Right. Like I, I need to be able to like perform this. And it's, it's so interesting how like there's such a huge difference between, cause Campbell and I were talking about how like we come from like the technical side of um, pretty much only being taught the music theory and the technique and stuff like that. Um, and there's such a huge difference between playing off of the music and um playing what my music teacher used to say like playing what's behind the notes or playing what's between the lines Mm -hmm. of like actually putting all of that like emotion and that feeling Mm -hmm. into it which is hard to do when you're focused so like on just the technique like you i feel like you have to have a little bit of that improvisation in there as well yeah yeah and we um whether it's because we don't know what we're doing or if it's just our you know creative choice we lean a lot more into the feeling um and yeah. and it just it works better for us. We'd we'd much rather keep things simple, but it feels right than mm-hmm. to try to reach for for more just because we could, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think lots of people have some of their favorite moments in music are just as simple as like a single sound, one time. Mm-hmm. You know, one perfect sound can do more for a song than um showing off how well you know your scales or how well you can you know how fast you can move on an instrument you know absolutely i think that's i agree with that wholeheartedly i remember in high school um i was in band in high school as our listeners know because i won't shut the fuck up about it um (laughs) but we went to we did this music trip in new york so we played at the lincoln center um and the first song we played was the first movement of Carmina Burana, O Fortuna. Um, And it's what I remember from most of my music education is the end of that note and then the silence afterwards Mm -hmm. and how we felt. And it was the most incredible feeling of my life. Like I've, I wrote college essays off of that silence afterwards. 
it's incredible. Yeah, I can I can only imagine. Um, yeah, what is it? Music is the space between the notes. Silence is the mm-hmm. most amazing thing. Just letting it stop is just so good. Um, it's really hard to do that, though. It's really hard to think about it yeah. in that way of, hey, we're trying to make a song. What should we do? It's really hard to say, oh, we should probably just do less. <laughs> yeah. <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should probably just stop for a mm-hmm. second. <laughs> I feel like we're slowly more incorporating that, though. Like, I know, if, so David's writing his own stuff right now outside of Mother Longtongue. And for Zahn, which is his, uh, his house music, he's got, like, cool acoustic stuff going on. And definitely for those songs, like, there are parts where you just have, like, an acoustic guitar in between, like, two big sections. And mm-hmm. if you know the song I'm talking about. Yeah. And, like, it just, it just creates, like, this incredible dynamic that is probably more powerful than, like, just ripping something. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's, that's the other thing I should mention. I work with Trev, but I also have essentially like three projects of my own going on too. I do a thing for Zahn, which is house music, have another thing for like singer songwriter stuff. And I also help produce like rap albums for locals, uh, that want free help. So yeah, I do, I do about four projects at one time. Pretty much all the time. That's a lot. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's oh it's it's stupid and it's too much. And I'm <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the balance of it all, but yeah, about at all times I have four different things on my mind of music to create. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Gotcha. Question for you too. Um what what inspired y'all's band name? Oh, this is the <laughs> this is the best question. <laughs> That we've ever gotten. And also probably the third question we've ever gotten because this is our first time having anybody ask. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> my mom and dad and yeah. guys. Yeah, besides our, our parents. <laughs> um, Mother Long Tongue is the song name of um, this cool reggae song. Well, I think it's cool. It's by Colonel Lloydy. Um, and it's called Mother Long Tongue. And... Uh, Trevor does not like the song at all. No. <laughs> and I I like this band so much yeah. more now. And uh <laughs> and I love that song and we figured it was the perfect thing to name ourselves because it just goes to show how much Trevor and I are opposites in a lot of our our musical tastes. But we also can always seem to find something that we agree on. Uh so yeah, Mother Long Tongue is a reggae song by colonel lloydy um should check it out i think it's amazing um i'll check it out today and uh yeah so that's how we picked our name because we're like he hates it i love it (laughs) why not suck it trevor yeah yeah i love the idea of doing anything to spite trevor yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i was i was fine with it because the name is cool the song (laughs) is fine thank you (laughs) but uh but yeah I said Mother Long Tongue. And we also just couldn't think of a name forever. We went through a lot of names. We were asking like our friends. We were like, hey, what are some cool like names? And they would give us stuff and we'd be like, yeah, okay, thanks. One of my favorite games uh, I play with my uh, one of my best friends, Connie, check out Bear and the Lady, is someone says some weird fra- phrase and be like, oh, that would be a good band name. Um, but we never write them down because mm-hmm. that seems against the spirit of the game. What were some of the other 
names y'all thought of? Oh, God, I can't even remember anymore. Well, like, you know, I mean, Trevor's last name is always funny. So it's like, <laughs> you know, Dyke and the boys or something, yeah. you know. A uh, lot, of, lot of Dyke stuff. Yeah, which, you know. I was really on board for. I think yeah. Trevor and the Dykes would be like one of the best band names of all time. <laughs> yeah. Because first of all, it would turn heads. Yes. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it that's that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> that's the name. Yeah, no, I mean, like, no, it's my literal name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if I can remember any of them. I mean, Enrique, our one friend and our landlord slash roommate, uh, he he can really get into stuff. Uh, you know, when he gets excited about something, he'll dig deep. He brought me a list one day. You know, of like different colors you know made up names you know like uh the rainbow sphere and the atmosphere and like you know just pretty much anything that he could think of and uh we went through the whole list and sorry enrique uh yeah (laughs) nothing quite felt right yeah he just he just didn't have it but uh but yeah we we very much do rely on our friends to help us with you know a lot of this stuff yeah. Like photos, design, everything. It's mm-hmm. all just people that we know. Other people trying to do stuff. Like our our Spotify page is made from Enrique's girlfriend's photography. And yeah. she, you know, took a oh. she took a day out just to take photos of us just to help out. Um that's super cool. So yeah. There were some weird ones too. We brought we brought a chair to uh one of the parks in uh in Richmond. It's like, uh, what is it called? You know the park name? Mm, I don't know. I don't know the name of anything, really. I don't know. It was some park. There were people taking photos, like playing Frisbee or whatever. Is it the one near where you live? Yeah. That's Chimborazo Park. Oh. Wow, that was spot on. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, that was my first guess was Chimborazo <laughs> and Libby Hill yeah. Park. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that live over there. Yeah. But yeah, we did, some, we did some weird stuff, but we got some cool pictures out of it. And so definitely been... A very collaborative effort between a lot of people. Yeah. Which is rad. Yeah. It's really cool. My par- yeah. my parents were actually the first ones to figure out that our album sounded awful. <laughs> and uh, Trevor told me about that. Yeah. 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 Please, please elaborate. Okay. So Trevor and I, we set a deadline. We said, we are finishing the album by this date. I don't remember when it was. It was like October, November, or something I like that. I think it was like October fifteenth. Yeah, so we're we're like October this date we're doing it, and uh, Trevor had a job. Me at the time I was unemployed, so I was like I'm putting everything I have into this thing. So I spent hours every day mixing, trying to figure it out, and um, we got it to a point, and we're like, okay, I think we did it. Um, we bounced all the songs out. We're like, all right, we're gonna release this. And I went over to my parents' house like a Sunday afternoon, and they were like, hey, show us what you got. And I play it on their little speaker, and I get maybe, I don't know, four minutes into the album, and I look at my parents, and I go, this sounds awful, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and they both go, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> and um, Didn't they offer to pay for mixing? Yeah, they were like, how much would it cost if we were to send this to a professional? <laughs> oh wow well at least they're supportive they're, they're very supportive oh, yeah. you know like i said my my family's all about music they understand it um mm-hmm. so very supportive and i said no like 
you know, we're doing this ourselves. But um, I leave there super sad, get home. I see Trevor and I go, hey, man, our album sounds like shit and we can't release it. I was like, I'm sorry, but we just can't. And um, we talked about it for a little bit. It's like, all right, start over. And um, we remixed the entire album in a week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I spent every single second I could working on it. It still doesn't sound the way I want it to, but it was a big improvement, and we learned a lot um, just from that. Uh, But, yeah, (laughs) our album was a uh, it was a lot of work going into it getting it to come out yeah that was one of the things that uh started teaching us about space because we had <laughs> way too many instruments in uh in our songs and like if you're if you're in a like an orchestra or something and you have someone like professionally mixing you it'd probably sound great we just had yeah, just edit out those violas yeah just <laughs> Indeed. no one needs them no. But what no. you do play the off beats and the tenor clef? <laughs> Gross. You guys are fucking Sorry, nerds. Just a little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Don't worry, carry on. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. I'm just shitting on violas. No, no, no. I, I would too. Them if I knew what they were. for some reason. <laughs> but no, we just we just had all these sounds that we thought in the moment sounded cool, and we like threw them all together, and we were like, all right, let's take a second to mix it, and we tried our best, but like it was just too much happening. Like there was just yeah. there's way yeah. too much, and we. Another thing that we did wrong was too much. we would focus on a part instead of focusing on how it fit in the song. And so, like, a lot of stuff sounded cool on its own, but then when you put it together, it would just be, like, a gigantic mess. It didn't flow. Yeah. No. So there were a lot yeah, of problems. But like you said, we learned a lot. So our stuff better or now is better, I think. Yeah. I mean, it, it's changed the entire, you know, way that we work just after that whole little fiasco. It's like, oh, okay, we yeah. need to we need to write music that – you know, sounds good from from the very start. You know, maybe uh, a little bit less. Figure out how to make less sound better. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing we we've talked about already. But yeah, how do you make less sound good? <laughs> yeah, you make noise. Well, it's halftime, sports fans. Um, I don't I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's Campbell from Boost Coles. Uh, I'd like to tell you all about Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. This foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide, giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education, leading them to success in school, and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer are professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives, just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate. Again, that's mhopus.org slash donate. Uh, back to our nonsense. How would you guys describe like the music that you typically create? Like, What is your sound? Um, all right. I have, I have a philosophy of, you know, make it, make it simple, 
when trying to explain it, but when if we dive deep, it'll be probably a longer answer. But I say, <laughs> I say, we're alt rock. That's what I say we are. Okay. Just like if somebody, if somebody on the street was like, "Hey, what do you do?" You know, mother long tongue. What do you make? Yeah. I say alt rock. Um, when it comes down to it, though, it's it's definitely more than that. It's um, I don't know. We we care a lot about about like finding interesting sonics in our music. It is kind of noise driven in the way that Trevor talks about it. Finding a a soundscape more than a chord progression, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that we lean into a lot. Is like, does this sound work? Yeah. You know, we'll we'll fret over the way something sounds more than the actual note or progression that it's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the other thing that like you definitely bring to the table with dance music is like beats. Yeah, like, very like beat driven, and so I'm pretty horrific about that because like the bands i listen to the drums are just bad like they're just they're <laughs> they hit twice and it sounds really big and cool in the moment but like for any other style of music it won't work so yeah david also just like has some of like the sickest drum beats that we can use and so once we start like identifying the sound that we kind of want it's a lot more fun to make it a little more like dancey and stuff like that like yeah. people can vibe to it a little bit which yeah, is cool. I don't. I hope it comes off in the album, but it is supposed to be just kind of fun. It's not supposed to be super serious. It's it is supposed to be like, hey, we can hang out, kind of dance to this, nod our head, um, and yeah. I mean, there's not a single moment of our music that should be taken super seriously. Uh, I mean, it's real. It's that. real. See that for you. It's real and it's honest, um, but I wouldn't say it's serious. It, it's it's all built with fun in mind. I mean, Trevor and I yeah. laugh more than anything else when we're making music. Uh, oh, that's awesome. And, and so that's, a, yeah, that's, that's the big thing. It's supposed to be fun. Even, even our more serious sounding stuff, I mean, we just had jokes going the entire time. Um, we've got some new stuff coming out, and it's going to be... Even worse. Even harder, and yeah, even worse. <laughs> and even more serious sounding, but... Again, we've done nothing but laugh the entire time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I always t- I always tell people, when anyone asks what Mother Lanting is, I say, Christian metal. Yes. Uh, which I think really personifies <laughs> us, you know? it's uh, It's got a nice, happy vibe that kids can, kids can laugh to. You know, it's got a good message in there. Not about mm-hmm. that dude, but uh, just other <laughs> things. <laughs> Did you refer to Jesus as that dude? What? No, I mean whatever, whatever the Love Christian. He's definitely a dude. Yeah, he's a okay, For a sure. dude. The, yeah. yeah, maybe not the one of the dudes. Yeah. Canonically, yes. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, yeah, our music's just fun. Like we come from such different backgrounds, we can never go in saying, "Hey, we want to make this." It's just like, let's just fuck around and see what happens and find out. Yeah, yeah, in the best of ways. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like good music is a little. It's sort of bigger than any one genre anyway. And you see that a lot with um, even like well-established artists that, you know, a lot of the best artists that um, continue the longest, like in the public kind of view are ones that continuously like adapt their sound and they just incorporate other elements and stuff like that because... Give two examples, Raven. 
Uh, well, Maroon Five for one. Yeah, false. You, know, you don't like their newer stuff, but they do adapt. Maps, their sound. I don't like the song Maps. It. it doesn't sound good. It's not their best. I'll give you that. But okay. like, chill. Okay. Yeah, but no, that <laughs> then, that is serious. I mean, no. Uh, you can't you can't exactly be defined by a genre, and especially not now. Uh, no. Yeah, it's it's so easy to fall down a rabbit hole of like super specific stuff uh, that if you're just making the same alt rock that's been out for the past 30 years, it's going to be kind of lost. You know, it's super easy to fall into these weird rabbit holes of like, I like indie electronica, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. You you can find really, really specific things, you know, it's like, I only want to listen to ghetto house, you know, and uh, nobody knows what that is, but I do. And that's the only thing that I listen to now. <laughs> what a music choice. Yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> like to live your life by. But yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Ghetto House is a real genre and it's alive and well. Um, but it's like, what, what do you call it? It's probably just called house music to most people. And only yeah. people that listen to it would know the intricacies that makes it anything different. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely have to be a little diverse, you know. I look at Billie Eilish all the time, and it's like, if she came out 15 years ago, she wouldn't be a pop artist. Yeah. yeah. She would be, she'd be an alt artist, like 100%. Kind of like Lord, mm-hmm. yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, the, these people are not just making pop music. Like, it's super alternative. It's electronic. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a lot of things, but it's not, it's not pop anymore. It's bigger than that. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think that's the interesting thing too about pop as as a genre because, like, I mean, by definition, pop is just popular music, and and so like it, it's been interesting to kind of see how that how that definition has sort of evolved over the years and over the decades with physically just what's been popular and how that has influenced future artists. Yeah, I think it's fun to have like a free definition like that. Like, I know a lot of like other like subgenres can probably get drawn between like a couple lines but yeah like i've been actually listening to whenever i'm in my car like q94 a lot just because i don't really listen to that type of music at all but it has been fun to see like what that station that i've known for like like stuff like you talked about rihanna back when i was like in Mm -hmm. middle school like chris brown uh (laughs) it's just transcended to like all these really cool like artists who are like willing to experiment and so yeah 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 i mean the the fact that like reggaeton and stuff has made it big in america is insane mm-hmm. like you know i i couldn't imagine that happening at any other time you know but it's like reggaeton pop is alive and well like you know bad bunny i don't know massive uh yeah. you know uh, so it, it is definitely cool to see how music's change where it's like hey you can make it you know to number one in america and not even say a word in english anymore mm-hmm. um and it's so easy sure. it's so easy to find new music because everything's you know browser-based you know spotify is great for just like show me something similar show me something similar and next thing you know like you're in a completely different world than you were when you started yeah, it's just a telephone game at that point yeah yeah and it and it's awesome you know i mean that's why yeah my big thing is afro psychedelia now How'd I find it? Why? I don't know, but I got into it. 
you know, <laughs> and it's from the 70s. And it's, yeah, it's not anything that I would think to come by, but thanks to the internet, I can be completely inspired by something I would have never thought I could listen to before. And kind of along those lines, uh, another question we had was, how do y'all feel like the internet has impacted, like, the music business and, like, finding new bands and just kind of, like, exposing you to new music and stuff? I mean, discovery is better than ever, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember early on when I finally realized, like, oh, I can figure out music that I want to listen to other than just, like, what my parents play. Like, I, I can have a whole new identity. Um, yeah. You know, that's when YouTube was a thing. And you start going through, like, related videos on YouTube. And I'm sure everybody's had that experience around our age of, I found a band. And then I went through, like, related videos. And next thing you know, I found, like, a new genre. And it's like, oh, yeah, I like this now. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I didn't know about it. And now I do. Um now with Spotify and, and all the ways you can release stuff, Bandcamp, um, I mean, the more... SoundCloud. You, yeah, SoundCloud. I mean, the more you dig, the more you can just find random stuff, you know. And you can find it from people that are just like us, regular people. No big following or big backing, you know. Um, there used to, I guess, be a day where... You played a bunch of shows and a guy came up to you and shook your hand and said, hey, I love what you do. We want to put you on. And uh, now you can say, hey, I like what I do. And if I pay $10, I can put it on every major streaming platform for a year. Um, So, I mean, it's a lot more open for sure. I mean, it's great for us because, I mean, how else could we have done it? This was 10 years ago. How could we have ever have done what we've done now? We give records yeah. to like our friends or something. Yeah, exactly. That's like about it. <laughs> mixtapes, baby. Yeah, mixtapes. <laughs> We're actually, that is one of our ideas though. We're thinking about making some other long tongue mixtapes. Uh, I that would want be that so dope. So bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't totally like fleshed it out, you know, what the whole idea is, but uh, we want to make some mixtapes, you know. And just, yeah, essentially hand them around, just friends, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I think everybody loves music that nobody else has ever heard. Makes it special. Yeah. So that's actually one of David's hidden talents. He finds some of the most obscure music I've ever heard on the Internet. Like, I know it just got deleted, which I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but he had like a playlist of like YouTube videos with like 700 plays or something like that, that came off like a record from like the 70s. Just like this really crazy stuff that it would be kind of cool if we just made something. Like one of my favorite bands of all time, The Body, does a great job of it. They release a ton of music, but then they also have music that you can only get by doing a certain thing. So like I just bought a shirt from them and in it they had this little plastic record with like one song that's not on like basically anything. And so, like, stuff like that, I think, is actually a lot cooler because of the internet. Like, it's almost, like, harder to come by. That's pretty dope. Um, And I I guess it sort of, like, follows from that, too. But, like, what what musicians do you guys, like, admire, like, that you feel like maybe have influenced you or inspired you in that way? Oh, man. For me, big inspirations 
uh, Leon Vinehall is probably my favorite artist of all time. Just like most influential when it comes to musical ideas. Um, he started off by doing house music, but has just transcended the genre entirely. And, um, you know, his, his promotion is simple, uh, but the way that he does everything is good. It's, it's a couple of good records every once in a while. And uh, if you want to see me live, I'll be doing performances. Uh, I'm super inspired by him. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, other people I'm really inspired by, I'd have to say Bon Iver, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he, you know, he had his strum four chords and sing about heartbreak side of him, which, I mean, nothing wrong with that. I love that as a musician but recently he's just decided to throw everything at a song at one time and it it doesn't follow anything normal that i've ever heard and um you know the way that he the way that he promotes it with his graphics and and you know different music videos it's a lot of reaching out to individual artists to say like hey dance for me you know it's you know just some dancer that I don't know, the average person wouldn't know. And uh, you see them on the screen dancing to a song that's really good. I think that that's a really cool way to, you know, promote stuff. And I look up to him a lot. Um, You know, but I mean, it just depends on the day. There's always somebody else that I think is the (laughs) coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Trevor's going to say The Body. No, 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 Uh, I wasn't. I I thought about different people. (laughs) So he's got one other band that he likes. It, yeah, it's just one. Yeah. <laughs> no, Celine Dion. <laughs> yeah. It's actually Cher, but no. So, Correct. artists that have <laughs> artists that have influenced me kind of obviously changed now. But like in my like earlier years of like figuring out music, uh, I listened to a lot of stuff that my my hockey team would listen to. So like a lot of rap and like Britney Spears, and I was in like sixth grade and stuff like that. A, the first what a dichotomy. I know it was it was. <laughs> beautifully terrible but uh one of the first bands that i started listening to like real seriously was like bring me the horizon mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is just this like they used to be like real like metal core and like death metal and now they're not that at all but they really shaped like kind of what music could be for me just because i'd never heard anything like that and i started i listened to it once and i hated it i was like oh this is just awful and then I kept listening to it, trying to figure out, like, why do I not like this thing? And then I got really into it. Mm. <laughs> and so I, I did that. Another band that was big for me was, like, Periphery. Uh, they were kind of, like, half metal nerds, half, like, music nerds. And so they did a lot of a lot of cool stuff, uh, like, compositionally and, like, with the guitar that wasn't really supernatural at the time. But outside of metal, like, the first, like, real rapper that grabbed my attention was like Tyler the Creator actually. Mm. I think Bastard is like He's one of awesome. my favorite albums of like all time. Bastard and Goblin are two yeah. great albums. And I mean I also to talking about what a metal rap album to oh, like. Yeah. Even if it's not <laughs> the genre metal, I mean talk about just having such a similar vibe yeah. to what you would like. So yeah, I mean that's a that's a great introduction in introduction to rap. Yeah. And then like after that it was just stuff that probably just resembled metal. That kind of is what I was built off of, essentially, when I first started paying attention to music. And ever since then, it's just been stuff that has either been, like, 
obviously metal or outside of it that I think has like a similar vibe. I have one other answer. If we're if we're talking about like the person that made you want to do music, it's Animal Collective. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Animal Collective. Oh, nice. My girls. I heard that in a car from some. I was in middle school, and I was hanging out with some high schoolers, and uh, they played my oh, girl. Oh. They played My Girls by Animal Collective, and I heard it, and it was the first time in my life where I said. Oh, music is like the coolest thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> and that song to this day, I still just love it. Um, that's, yeah, that's the big one. Those are the guys where it's like, oh, that album I think is perfect. Top to bottom. Mm-hmm. What about you, Raven? What? what? What are your, who, what musicians like inspired you and your music? I don't like that question. We're going to move on. No way. Uh, oh, <laughs> nervous. I refuse. Um, <laughs> nervous on her own podcast. Yeah. Inspired me, inspired me to play music. Or just like is inspirational to you also as a musician. You know, okay. Do this. <laughs> this is going to be, this is going to be way out of left field from the direction this conversation has currently been going in. Good. Um, but I would say. Gigi Allen. In ter- no, no, no. In terms of the like artists that like change the way I think of music, Yanni. If you know the Greek, the Greek yeah. artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I remember one time, I think it was like in music class or it was somewhere, um, but we were watching this like video about him or something that he was in, um, and would you he... like to explain to our listeners who that is? So and specific. He... Okay, so he's a composer. Google it. Google is free. Yeah, he's a composer, um, pianist, music producer. He's really, really cool, and he's been. I know he's active as an artist since I was a kid. I don't know how far back. I think like at least the eighties. I want to say. I don't know how far back he's been like active, but he does like a lot of like instrumentals and stuff like like contemporary music. Back to my actual answer. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I was watching this like video with him in it. And he made a comment about how, like, basically he doesn't believe in not liking music. Like, not liking, like, a genre of music. Because he was like, all music is self-expression. It's someone who, like, that is the way that they express themselves. Like, whatever that genre of music, whether it's yodeling or death metal. It's, like, it's, it's their self-expression. And, like... Like, there is a beauty in that in all music. And that, like, I, I think I that was in, like, middle school or something. So I would have been, like, 11 or 10 at that age. And it I remember it, like, fundamentally changed the way I view music and musical interests. And that was the day that I, like, not, maybe not the day, literally. But that was, like, what really drove me to start opening myself up to, like, other types of music. And that was when, because up until that point, like, I had only been listening to the music that my parents just played so like r&b and hip-hop and gospel mostly um and that was when i started branching out to like rock and like pop and country and like a bunch of other genres and like playing music that wasn't just classical music that i got from school on my instruments and stuff like that and it like now every single time i like hear a new type of music it's like i don't think i've ever not liked a type of music, like literally since it fundamentally changed my entire like paradigm. That one quote. So I'll say him. 
Nice. I love it. I love being open-minded. Especially, yeah, music. Yeah. It's all subjective. You can't go you can't yeah. go judging stuff, you know, just because it sounds yeah. weird. Don't don't say you don't like it. <laughs> it, give, it weird. Yeah, give it a shot. That's man. rude. <laughs> you know, give it a shot. What about you, Campbell? What did you say, Red? What about you? Um, for me, I well anyone who plays an instrument, you are amazing. At any skill level, you are a wizard because you're making an <laughs> inanimate object sing. You are perfect to me. You're incredible. Thank you. The highest person in my eyes to that is Doreen Ketchens. And Doreen Ketchens is a jazz clarinetist in New Orleans. And truly the first time I like heard her play, saw her music, I did see her when I was in New Orleans just like playing on the street is when I like truly internalized you are making this thing sing. It is the most incredible thing. She is one of the first uh, and few female band leaders in New Orleans, a musical educator, and she just loves what she does so much and with her entire being. And I, you physically feel that when you hear her play the clarinet. So it would be her for me. That was a way better answer. Yeah, yeah. I I talked Excuse about you. it uh, in our Princess and the Frog episode, and Raven edited it out because she doesn't. Appreciate we didn't have my to... contribution. It was a six-hour episode. Yeah, but it was during part. What music have you been listening to recently? And apparently, oh, that yeah, wasn't that good was enough for accident. Raven. That was an accident uh, because she doesn't appreciate me as a person. Um, Isn't that the beginning of the show? So. Yeah, yep. very beginning. <laughs> it was. I honestly didn't mean to. That was truly an accident. Anyway, carry on. No. no, it would be her for me. She's incredible. Um, I would encourage everyone to. Uh, she, you know, plays like Dixie, uh, Dixieland, um, traditional jazz music, uh, mm. but she also is invited to play with like the uh, New Orleans like symphony all the time. She is classically trained, um, but she just like sits there and just with her clarinet, she just like it's communicates with it, and it's incredible. That's cool. right. Princess and the Frog is pretty dope too. It's such a good movie. It's probably worth amazing. six hours. That's right? why we spent six hours talking yeah. about it. I just saw it. Uh, I just saw it a year ago for the first time. Like for the first yeah, time. Yeah, for the first time. Wild. I, I've never watched any of the Disney stuff, and um, I've had, you know, I, I hung out with a girl for a couple months, and she was very big into Disney. Ooh. Yeah, well, it's over. It's over now. <laughs> yeah, no. Quick but, shout out. Yeah, but uh, no, she was she was big into Disney and was blown away by the fact that I hadn't seen any of it, and so we just went on this big binge of like, have you seen this I mean, one? The the music of Disney, like, oh yeah, it is it is incredible. They employ some of the best composers. Yeah, I mean, and the Princess and the Frog, uh, specifically, and Nika uh, Nani Rose is. Oh my god, her voice is. She's a fucking goddess, is what she Banging. is. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, for a couple months there, I saw a, a bunch of uh, Disney movies. So I have, a, I have a little bit, bit more understanding and respect for for some of the stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Shout out! Shout out Disney. What's his name? Walt. <laughs> no, it's Mickey. Walt Disney. Oh, Mickey Disney, right? Mickey Disney. Mickey yeah. Disney. Yeah. Shout out Mickey Walt Disney. That. 
anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah, him. maybe maybe not a shout out. Like the shout out to the co- well, the company also kind of sucks, yeah. but the art they make is amazing. Yeah, shout out, fair. shout out to the artists that work there. And then the rest. Yeah, shout out to like the animators. Yeah, the <laughs> animators, the musicians, all that. You guys rock. Like the Jonas Brothers. Um, but then, yeah, the, the rest of the company, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Don't care about them. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but the artists they, there. They own everything now. So that's fun to think about. Literally everything. I didn't, I didn't know this. I'll cut this out. But like, I didn't know don't. that Disney owned National Geographic until I got a Disney Plus account. And I was like, what's this doing I, in here? I didn't know that till right now. <laughs> so it's wild um so this is this is i'll hold your hand related but a bit a bit a bit more of a turn if you guys could go open a show for any artist who would you want it to be oh dude Ooh, that's a good one i like that are we doing lot. this together thanks also campbell's question wait do we know <laughs> like like if trevor and i like mother long tongue like who's mother long tongue opening mm-hmm. for yes Ooh. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'll tell you one thing. It's not for any of the musicians that we really love, right? <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think it could be right now. You already gave them their shout out. You're good. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it, it. I don't know what we would do it for. I'm trying to think of like people or like bands maybe who have our sound-esque, but that also sounds kind of boring. I really like shows where they like have a bunch of different like music styles. You know, same here. I like some shows I've gone to, it's like a stand-up comedian before the show for this like huge band. Really? I was like, I love this. Yeah, I like that's that. awesome. I like that. Uh, I've only ever been to two concerts, so I cannot comment. Dude, I'd say we should do somebody weird like uh, like King Giz. Oh, okay. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards? Yeah. We'll open up for them? That would be What cool. is this band? Oh, You've no. never heard of them? Oh. <laughs> that is a fantastic name. Yeah. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards. There's some Australian dudes, a whole big group of them. They somehow can put out an album every two months. We don't know how they do it. I'm not sure they know how they do it. But... Uh, <laughs> And and the thing is, they never play the same genre, pretty much album to album. It always sounds like them, but uh, they'll do a really heavy album into like really like chilled out stuff. Uh, I don't know. I think they'd be cool to open up for because we don't really have a genre, even within our album, like song to song. I mean, we don't we don't rock in a single lane. They'd yeah. probably do the same thing. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good one. That's my answer. No, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So. Beat that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Be, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the first answer I thought of was the Suicide Boys, but that who are those? You don't know the Suicide Boys? No. Oh, uh, they're like uh, like two like real hardcore rappers. I That's think one, who we open up for. Yeah. Okay. I think it'd be kind of fun if we didn't get like. Since the judgment, David. No, yeah. I, I just <laughs> I'm just surprised. It's, it's more surprise. Yeah. It's, it's more so the fact that Trevor's never said that name once, and now here he is saying this is who we open for. I've never talked to you about the Suicide <laughs> no, Boys. Never. I know. I I, just, <laughs> I forgot about them until now. Actually. <laughs> um, I don't know. Mine would probably be. They're gonna be distraught when they listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, yo, as they when certainly the Suicide Boys, Boys listen to this. Shout out Suicide Boys. Don't know who you are. Keep doing what you do. Have us on. Yeah, let's do it. God, I'm going to play you them after this, and you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, I I don't know, honestly. Uh, I I think opening up for, like, 
maybe like a punk band would be cool. But the other thing I think about is like the energy of the show. Like if we're opening up for someone, it might be cool to have like maybe someone like a little more low key. Like this is a weird example, but like King Cruel or something. Oh, yeah. Archie. Yeah. My boy Archie. That might be kind of fun just because like maybe we'd bring a little more energy and then someone can really like take that and like kind of drive people in a sense that they didn't know that was i mean obviously people know who king cruel no one's gonna come to see us but they'll come to see (laughs) king cruel but so i think like the energy difference would be something that i would be super about and also uh, shout out king cruel if you're listening oh king what's up dude king cruel is amazing i love saying that about like any actor we talk about like uh jennifer lewis when you're listening to yes this. like yes. No, no one no one listens i this. i just had it's that just fun to do yeah Ooh. i just had that click for me where i'm like oh i need to start shouting everybody out oh yeah uh, so what's up you know yeah. i mean the internet's a big place you never know yeah. who's gonna stumble across it no you know another real good one mm. i know you'll know them they will they probably won't the garden the garden the garden would be kind of fun they're like this punk band with like it's two brothers, uh, like a bassist and a drummer, and they just have like some really crazy music. And they go like all over the place, but they're definitely more like, I'd say upbeat. But I think they would be really, really fun. To Give them a for. shout out. Let them know. Uh, shout out to the garden. <laughs> I love you. I don't respect you, but I. But I agree. I could. Yeah, Suck no, my that's dick. A rude. The garden. <laughs> Fuck you, but also you should have us on. <laughs> Yeah, but can I ask you a favor real quick? (laughs) Love it. Love it. My mom's not going to like that I shouted, fuck you. Uh, Is your mother going to listen to this podcast? She'll probably figure it out. Well, I'll tell you you a big one. We got a song coming out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's got more curse words than our entire last album in it. Which had zero. My parents were very excited because they're like, oh, there's not infinitely more. Yeah. (laughs) And this one... Really went above and beyond, uh, and that'll be coming out soon. Yeah. So I'm here for it. this is this it is it is kind of uh, shocking for parents because I like to do this fun bit with my family where I don't cuss in front of them. Yes. And every time, well, we all cuss so much, all, me and my siblings. And so whenever my brother or sister do, I'm like, that's like real disrespectful to say in front yeah. of parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I started this podcast, I like had to tell my mom, who listens to just about every episode. It's just like, hey, you're going to hear me say some words. I've had random relatives. So it's like, oh, what's this musical? So I'll be like, hey, I don't talk a lot to y'all. But well, you you have to know two things. One, I'm gay. Two, <laughs> I say That came out during the constantly. podcast. Wait, did you just uh, get out to us right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is it. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't talk about it constantly. Yeah. Oh, um, man. <laughs> but like I think some of my relatives they didn't know. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, no, yeah, I wonder had, about that. With, with my mom, like I remember after I introduced her to the podcast and she'd been listening to a couple episodes, she like texted me and she was like, Y'all need to stop cursing and drinking so much on this podcast. I'm like, Mom, the name yeah. is Boozical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, Mrs. Smith, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> I, Raven I always like says point. after the fact, after she said something <laughs> like, yeah, I had sex with 10 people at once. <laughs> oh, mom, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> this episode, don't do it. 
And then we're drinking, so she'll forget. And so yeah. her mom may listen I, to it. I forgot what episode she wasn't supposed to listen to, and I forgot to warn her. And I'm pretty sure we already released it. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. It's <laughs> That's fine. a real fucking Yeah, mom, maybe take a break for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't listen to it. She'll mom. figure it out. Yeah. She'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, my mom's going to be real disappointed when, when she hears one of our new songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to no, be real it's... disappointed. And I'm going to tell her, Mom, it's art. Yeah. It's art. <laughs> you don't understand. You can't limit my self-expression, yeah. Mom. It's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's in a, you know. And the other funny. It's character. Yeah, it's the... an extension of myself. It's not me. The funniest it's thing about me. it. It's not me. It's just what I want to say yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very blatant. Like it's not like it's not like we say like oh damn like real quiet. It's, yeah. You like it go is, out of your way to cuss. Oh, it, it's literally just like hey, listen to me cuss for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited about. I'm this. here for that. Yeah. I'm so here for that. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's pretty much just you know a song written in a moment, and uh, now we've been trying to just kind of fine tune it a little bit, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's 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 how I think our best stuff comes about is one single recording and then nothing else other than just like little tweaks here and there. Yeah. Um, that's how our best stuff always happens. Like the first song on our album, Say It, was uh pretty much a one take thing. Yeah. Uh what? Every single lyric that Wild. every single lyric that you hear in that song, say it. Uh, happened on the spot by me. I I hit record and I Are you and I sang verse chorus David, verse chorus. David, I know you're a guest. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> that is <laughs> wild, wild. Because I've listened to that song yeah. a lot. Yeah, it doesn't thank sound you. like that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no that uh that song was how dare you? Yeah, that was that was one take <laughs> off the cuff. Um. Just like I don't know what to I don't know what to say. Hit record, sang a song. That was it. I'm saying okay. the song. Yeah, we're sir, sir, how dare you be as talented as you are? <laughs> well, song, and like I going back to something you said earlier. Mm. I love sight reading. I'm really good at it. So at least I have that going Ugh, for me. Which so, sucks, what are you saying? Just, just give me like <laughs> a, a couple months to brush up, and I'll, I'll be right there. Yeah, oh, I used fuck. to do it. I'm hip. Come on. <laughs> keep up come on oh man but yeah the song could have been way better if we included one part that i wrote oh yeah uh <laughs> sound a little salty there yeah this i i love the shade well thing, no but... no it's not exactly shade i understood that i i it didn't sound good so i got <laughs> so david sent me the song and then i sent like a, a couple guitar tracks over it and we were like all right this is cool and then I got baked one day and I take the song and completely redo like the like the weird 30 seconds of like nothing happening into like a three minute section. And it's pretty apparent that I'm not exactly sober, but I I really think I mean, that's the heart of this podcast. Yeah. You know, It, it, it was a three minute song that turned into a six minute thing yeah and it (laughs) yeah so we'll we'll wrap around here's the here's the full thing this is when covid really kicked up right yeah this is like may of last year yeah so say it trevor and i weren't meeting up in person anymore to make music you know we're distancing i'm in my apartment by myself he's at his parents house i think at the time so i wrote the song 
sent it to him over email. He wrote parts back, sent it back to me. I listened to it. I was like, all the guitar stuff, great. Love what he added. And then I hit this section, and it was my little bridge <laughs> I put in there. And, yeah, he turned it into three minutes of nonsense with just things reversing, random sounds happening. I didn't even... Some animal noises yeah. for some reason. That I <laughs> Super abstract and conceptual. I didn't say a word to him. I just deleted it. <laughs> and sent him back the final version and i was like you know what you yeah did. i was like hey man so i finished the song and he's like i see you didn't keep my part and i said you already knew that that wasn't you knew yeah. you knew what this was yeah this wasn't ever going to stay in yeah um yeah. i was excited about it at the time and then i sent it off before i <laughs> i was sober and then yeah and then i re-listened to it the next day and i was like i'm really an artist yeah I really yeah yeah <laughs> And at that point, I realized I'm having a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. So kind of a wrap-up question. Yes. Um, either you two, like, together, Mother Long Tongue, or individually, um, just as musicians, what's the best advice you've been given? Ooh. Probably to stop. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually don't know. I mean, like, we haven't really we haven't really talked to too many people about like advice musically. We just kind of make stuff and see what happens. Yeah, I um there's only one quote that I can really think of that um that locks in with me when it comes to music and it's uh just me watching like random YouTube videos, but I watched this documentary on the Gorillas very early on mm -hmm. and it's Damon Auburn. Um and he looks into the camera and it just seems like it came off the top of his head, but it was the most like profound thing I ever heard. He said, the day I figured out I wanted to be a musician, it all became very simple. And it stuck with me more than anything else is that once you figure out that you want to do something, the world seems to become a lot more simple than it used to. Um, I don't know if it's advice, but it's definitely, I think, for me, yeah. been the biggest guidance I've ever had. Hey, you figured out something you want to do? Well, it's pretty easy deciding what your days are going to look like. That's amazing. So, yeah, yeah for me, that's that's been the biggest, most profound thing I've ever gotten so far. So, yeah. Trevor, follow that up with something good of your own. <laughs> Other than stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now I gotta think. Hold on. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, for me, it's probably just been people talking about like the music they make. Like, it's not really advice per se, but uh, mm -hmm. it's a lot of people talking about how like relaxed kind of making music is because you can take it really seriously if you really wanted to, but that like sucks. And so, like, people just saying like, yeah, we were writing this and this thing happened and we didn't know why, but we went with it. Just kind of like the spontaneity of it, I think gives it like a lot of life and a lot of like soul. And so I don't really have any like advice, but just like hearing people talk about what music is to them is like pretty cool. And so it yeah. kind of just keeps me at least somewhat on the path of like, let's do something with art. It's pretty dope. Nice. That was um, way worse. That sucked. 
Yeah, cut that one. Keep mine. Yeah, cut that. <laughs> yeah, Raven's good at that. <laughs> I look. I'm Looking. sorry. <laughs> I always offer to do the editing, but she tells me no because she likes to you. include the parts where I'm mean to her. However, when she's ruthless to me, she just cuts it. Cut out. all that out because I so, have to be an angel. Yeah, um, I can change that. I'll go. I'll go deep oh. dive into it. You don't get the raw audio, or I can just. Oh, oh no, true. dude! I can just mute her. That would be so rude. That's a metaphor um, for something that I'm not a fan of. <laughs> hey everyone, in addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Dodario Foundation. The Dodario Foundation is a nonprofit grant making organization that provides monetary and product support to high quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across 41 U.S. states and 189 cities. They accept monetary donations, of course, but also instruments. So if you have an old instrument that you no longer use, please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation, where they can get it into the hands of a student in need. However you're able to contribute, you can go to dodariofoundation.org slash about slash donate. That is Dodario Foundation, D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O, foundation.org slash about slash donate. And now, please enjoy the sultry sounds of Mother Longtongue. I had a blast. Really did? Yeah, no, this was actually Correct. really, really cool. Yes. <laughs> I like this a lot more. <laughs> a lot more. I honestly thought I was going to be very nervous the entire time, but no. Yeah, because like Raven and I have talked a lot. We like really wanted Trevor to be, well, he because he's like helped so much with our podcast. We definitely wanted him to be on. And there was some conflict yeah. with Trevor's going to be in on an episode, the Hannah Montana movie, but Raven's like, that's not a musical. And I got it's multiple texts from both of them putting me in the middle of their fight. <laughs> oh, that, no, and that's true. I was uncomfortable. But I, this is the this At is a best. It's great... a jukebox musical. Yeah, but did you hear the word you said there? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I want to love it. Love it. This is what I live for. But uh, this was really fun. I was really excited 
um, and like I said earlier before, to have you two on, um, because it's really cool how many different kinds of musicians there are, and mm-hmm. I feel like Raven and I definitely really talk about mostly one aspect of that, but I think, I don't know, I learned a lot, and it's yeah. really cool to hear the perspectives of other people. Yeah, I mean, we do this all the time, like... This is like probably one of our favorite things to do, just to hang out and like talk about music. It happens yeah, pretty yeah. much after we record and whenever we're not feeling like doing anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's I it's that. literally the best time to hang out, and it's like let's talk about ideas or where things come from or who do you like. You know, I mean, I like some musicals. I don't know many, but I like some. You know, um, no, there's so. some pretty good ones out there. And there's some pretty bad ones out there. Yeah. There are many bad ones. Name three. <laughs> From Justin to Kelly. Is False. All it's three, it's I great. I've, I've come <laughs> back around full, like, full 180. It's, it's incredible. And I think we just didn't appreciate it, Raven. Anyway. <laughs> Do y'all Trevor have Trevor and David. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything that you would like to promote? Ooh, okay. Well, obviously, Mother Long Tongue. Um, obviously you know we have an album it's been out for a little while now we're pushing really hard to start making new music happen uh, so we have our Instagram it's called Mother Long Tongue I think I think so yeah I don't know <laughs> we're on Spotify yeah, and so. all, all the big streaming services <laughs> is Mother Long Tongue um, for me personally I also have Furzan uh, that's where I put out house music um, that's also on like all the big streaming platforms. It's completely different than the stuff that Trevor and I do. Um, so those are probably the, the we'll, we'll include links and in. listeners will include like yeah, links in, in our description. episode description stuff, all of this. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, the only thing I, I'd probably be big on promoting is, uh, you know, getting out and sporting like local whatever. You know, yeah, if you hear of any just like small local band that's performing somewhere or like you have a friend and they're like, hey, I got a gig at a restaurant, go out, see them. You know, it it, it doesn't hurt anyone in, in the sense of like just being there and supporting people is bigger than anything else. You know, Absolutely. a lot of a lot of people are not doing this to make it big, but just because they really love it and they want people yeah. to hear it. So there's any opportunity to go out and see live music and support people uh, i mean it means the world to pretty much anybody that's there so that's my big one just get out support people yeah uh, yeah i guess going off that like there are a lot of really cool bands in richmond like uh one of my favorite ones right now is called 10 pound snail we just actually went to their uh they had a house show last weekend and we went oh, to go cool. see them uh our buddy pat is in a band called Sifter, I think. Yeah, right? Sifter. Yeah, yeah, Sifter. And uh, we didn't get to see them play, but I know they've got a couple shows coming up. And then, like, just go to, like, the Camel. Go to, like, really just uh, cool, like, I, venues and stuff like that and go see people. I miss the Camel so much. Uh, I live in <laughs> Oregon now. Yeah. Um, and I think about Richmond constantly. What is this place? It's a little bar <laughs> with like a like a stage and like a All big the broad room. Street. Yeah, it's right off Broad. They get a lot of really cool bands to play there, like a lot of local bands. Like my buddies and uh, oh, what is it? Don Frederick have played there a couple times. We've gone to see some really it's cool a people. We went classic to classic spot Christmas. for like no BS brass band. Yeah, they yeah, play yeah. There at the Camel a lot. 
so yeah, obviously local music. Uh, we're also working on uh, the score to a film right now. Something my buddies what? are putting out. Yes. Oh yeah. Th- this yeah. this is the definition of bearing the lead. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I forgot that. I forgot what you guys did. But yeah, we we have been working on the score to a movie. You forgot the point of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Should have maybe said this earlier. Should have looked you up or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you hear us. You you hear how loud I am on this. I assume you <laughs> comprehend what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try my best, but man, you are loud. <laughs> I try so hard. <laughs> well, yeah, this is that's that's really dope, though. This is this is another one of those things. It's it's mainly a, a Trevor thing. Um, he's the one that's friends with them, uh, has the connection. I'm just kind of the guy that shows up and and does music. You know, oh, you need some help. Yeah, but what a great guy to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very, very instrumental for a lot I'm of I'm just film. the guy that shows, shows up and does, and does music. music. Fuck you. Probably 90% <laughs> of Mother Long Time. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm working on this film. Especially with editing out your contributions to that one. So. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I <laughs> yeah, don't care yeah. if I'm in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Trevor gets his say, but that was one of those times where I just had to... <laughs> I had, I had to Smack no. me around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, well, that's that's awesome. So, um, listeners, uh, you can find us. Uh, we are physical. I mean, I feel like you know at this point, but you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. There's a fuck ton of them. Yeah, I'm not iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, Amazon. You can find Mother Long Tongue on Spotify. I assume other places. Yeah, as Spotify, well. iTunes. YouTube you know. music, like there are a lot that are thrown yeah, into like you, you know how to find music at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, how um, do you listen to music? Go there, type in Mother Long Tongue. We'll, yes. we'll be under Colonel Lloydy's song called Mother Long Tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we will we will link their EP in the description. Definitely go check them out. Um, Campbell and I love their music, um, and I'm sure you will too. So with that, uh, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.